diddly dee dee dee. Here we go. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to a bonus episode, I guess. A mini episode? I don't know what we're calling this exactly. Yeah. It's out of the... Non-traditional. Tradi- non-traditional, out-of-the-box episode, I guess, of uh, Observer Report. Um, yeah, uh, we're just gonna just chat a little bit today about... I guess the origins of this and like how we came to be and why we want to do this and just like to give a couple of thanks, thank yous out there to listeners and uh, people that have been, you know, helpful in the creation of this. Um, yeah, we started recording in November of last year, thereabouts, um, right after Halloween had ended or right like, yeah, right around there. Um and it's been fun <laughs> so far. So Jason and I know each other from college. <laughs> we went to Fordham together. Uh-huh. We've known each other since freshman year. Jason claims that we hung out a lot between freshman year and like senior year, but I don't remember that. We absolutely did. And we ate, we ate together several times. I don't remember We hung it. out several times before that. Nope. And... Apparently, you just wiped the clean from your mind. <laughs> we wound up living next to each other in our senior year. Oh, yeah. I just bugged the shit out of it. <laughs> I could hear when he opened and closed his door. So just be like, oh, Jason's back. <laughs> Time to knock on his door. <laughs> um, yeah. And then we just started trading DVDs and all that stuff from like our senior year. I don't again <laughs> so sorry i don't remember a lot from college that makes it sound like i'm cool and like i drank a lot it's not i didn't party i just have a bad memory i don't know you let me like the first four seasons of the office or something like that well, that sounds about right um we traded that back and forth i gave you a bunch of like i gave you all the matrix movies oh and the that x-men nice movies <laughs> a retroactive thank you <laughs> What is it? Um, we wound up watching a bunch of stuff together that year. We watched like Alien and Aliens. Um, I guess he didn't remember. That. You could tell me we watched anything, and I would just be like, "Oh, okay, that sounds nice." I remember we watched and criticized the Oscars heavily that year, just like the presentation of it. Just like, <laughs> who is this for? <laughs> I think that was the year Franco and Hathaway hosted. Really? I think I'm not sure. Two thousand nine. I think it was much later than that. I think they may have hosted later than that, but whatever Oscars we watched, I think it may have been Hugh Jackman hosting, possibly. I don't remember. <laughs> this could all be lies. <laughs> These are false memories. I tell you what's not a false memory. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. <laughs> and I remember it, too. <laughs> Our freshman year, about a month into knowing each other, but we didn't know each other all that well. Um, and again, this relates back to movies, so relevant to the podcast. <laughs> it is. Um, we had, so at the time we were studying exorcism in our theology class called okay. Faith and Critical Reasoning. <laughs> that I remember, yeah. Um, and at the time we were set to see the movie The Exorcism of Emily Rose because we were talking about exorcism in class. Uh, saying we were studying exorcism sounds like we were fighting demons in the street. <laughs> <laughs> it was a Buffy the Vampire Slayer situation. <laughs> Like, meeting uh, in the evenings in the library we're like the final line between like you know hell on earth and like you know humanity going on so you know no big deal um no we were studying it for a theology class and there's a class of about 17 people or so yeah. not a huge class um it was like an 8 30 class relatively early it was in the early because i definitely fell asleep multiple times <laughs> and the professor priest guy was so sweet and just be like guys 
the does. sweetest older fellow. Yeah. Like, oh, in like his sweetheart. 50s, whatever. Professor Hart, I think his name was. I think you're right. Um, But I remember that we had all set out to go and see this movie. We agreed as a class. A clipboard was passed around with a sign-up sheet. Newly minted adults. We agreed <laughs> that... <laughs> We would meet at a certain place at a certain time. There was there was a debate about the time too. Like, oh no no no, Wednesday doesn't work for me. Not possible. Uh, I got something going on at that time. We got to do Thursday. Like, all right, those th- Thursday it is. We agreed. Us eighteen human beings. We're not even doing a second session. One session, one shot, one goal. We'll do this. Uh, we'll do it on this Thursday at I believe the time period. The time for that was three three p.m. Was when we we're going to go and see that movie. Sure. And we said it, we said it, we signed those sheets, we put our names on that paper. And then the day comes, that promised day. <laughs> and I get to the place that we said we we're going to meet at right outside of Dealey Hall. And I see the professor talking to two students. I was like, oh, I guess they're from like another period. I guess like, you know, he's just doing one big class trip. All right, pretty cool. I go, I meet there. They talk for like two minutes and then they leave. I'm like, oh, I guess they're not going to go see the movie. All right, totally fine. And we are getting danger close time to leave here you know it's about like you know getting close to two should be on that metro north going down to uh the city real soon but uh no one shows up and i take it upon myself to say like all right uh you know what i believe in my classmates they probably got the meeting place wrong they're probably back at the uh classroom i'll go back there and i'll check them out i get back to that classroom no one's there now at this time i should have left I should have just been with the rest of my classmates and just bounce, said something came up, horrible diarrhea, anything. (laughs) But what happened was I decided to go back because I still believed. I still had faith in humanity. (laughs) I went back to that professor at that place. You really should have boned up on that critical reasoning part of the fucking (laughs) I had the faith part, all right? I had that half of it, all right? I did not have the critical reasoning just yet. So I went back assuming like, all right, in the time that I've been gone and the time I get back there, somebody's got to show up. I get back there and no one is there but the professor (laughs) and me. And I look at him. He looks at me. He's like, all right, let's go. And we get on that train and we go there and we have a conversation about religion i guess and also like family it was weird um we get down to the theater and i think to myself no 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 no, i still believe i still have faith all right and i reason critically that <laughs> if they didn't mean us there they will they're going to meet us at the theater all right so we get down there and we're just hanging out in times square in front of like the real theater mm-hmm. like just waiting in the hot sun of like late september early october whatever and we just assume, like, someone's got to show up. I'm there to snap my fingers, like, come on, come on, let's do this. Someone's got to be there. And nope. We go in, we buy our tickets, we buy our food that we're going to eat, and we sit there right next to each Did other. Did you pay for a snack or anything? We paid for our own stuff, oh, all right? Okay, that's too bad. But uh, it's the first date. What do you want? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> So. he's a modern man we just are independent women it's fine we can pay for our own stuff we pay for our own stuff you know we go halfsies on it so we go there and we sit down for all two hours and ten minutes of the exorcism of Emily Rose alone in the theater meaning that no one else is there either so not only did our class not show up no one else showed up either <laughs> so we're just there alone in this theater seat to seat watching a woman get exercised and deal with demons and then the next day we had class and I get in and I'm just looking at you motherfuckers around the room like you <laughs> sons of bitches. 
I see how it is. I see exactly how it is. I'm putting cases on all y'all asses. Like I was not in a good mood that morning. And then, and then, I'll never forget his name. Michael Jamkoshin had the nerve, the nerve to say, "Oh, I was there. Uh, I was just you know, I was all the way in the front. You know, I was I just got there late. You liar! I know this because no one else was in that theater." And I just look around and you Did you just, quiz him about the movie? Oh no, I didn't. I just I just oh, I just wanted to yell at him, you liar. But I just looked at him. I looked at him stone cold in his face. You know you weren't there. And I looked at Professor Hurt. And he looked at me. We both knew he wasn't there. All right. We knew you who showed up. A moment. It was just me. Right? A moment of exorcism. How was the movie? It was good. It was good. <laughs> all right. It was a fun movie. It was a good horror movie. You know, well, it, it was a good. It one. wasn't detracted by like you know other people being in the room making fun of it and shit. It was like a solid exorcism movie. I got really worked up about that. I was you very did. upset. You always do. And I'll never let you forget this. And I'm still friends with one of the person in that class. I'll never let her forget it. Either. <laughs> Angela. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that <laughs> <laughs> i'm not going i don't like horror movies and i don't want to hang out with a professor if I that. he was a 50 year old priest but there would have been other people your age i don't care <laughs> i saw a different movie still got extra credit bitch <laughs> i went with my two friends i saw alexis bladell on the way it was great what alexis bladell movie was that no i saw alexis bladell on the oh street the human alexis bladell with milo ventimiglia they were, they were dating? Dating at the time, yes. Well, look at you. Enjoying some Milo and Alexis. <laughs> yeah, it was me, my friend Olivia, and Ryan. I was like, Olivia, look. Look, look at those blue eyes. It's Alexis Boudel. Look no. at them at your soul. I weirdly recognized her upper arms. And realized. My... And I was like, and she was like, what? Her upper arms? Yes. Were she like super ripped? What's going on there? No, I watched enough Gilmore Girls. <laughs> Because I was always surprised because she's very thin, but her upper arms were not like, I don't know, they were a little fluffy. <laughs> and so I was like, I love you, that's Alexis Bledel. And then we followed her for like a block and freaked them out. <laughs> then we just went, turned around and our friend Ryan was like, what? guys, isn't the theater in the opposite direction? We're like, shut up, Ryan, this is important. And we followed her for a block and then we turned around and went back to our Holocaust movie. Uh, it was a good movie and uh, had a great day out. Was Ventimiglia in... Uh, Ventimiglia. I believe it's Silent G. Ventimiglia. Excuse me. Was he currently on Gilmore Girls at that time? I don't know if Gilmore Girls was, was still on at the time. It was like 05. Um, yeah. I don't know. Um, if it was, it was toward the end of the, the run. run. Okay. Um, I don't know if he was still on the show at the time, but they were dating, yeah. Okay. Mm. Um, I just knew him from Heroes and Rocky Balboa. Mm. And Heroes, I think, started that year. I think started that year, 05. That would make sense. Um, so, yeah. I mean, that's kind of a big deal. That's cool. Yeah. What was, what was the movie you saw? I can't remember what it was called. Um, it was German, I believe. Um, appropriate. Um, it was about these two boys uh, during World War II. Um, one of them was the son of a Nazi officer. Mm-hmm. And the other one... Oh, the boy in the striped pajamas? No. Um, the other one was a, like a, I don't know who his parents were, if he was an orphan or whatever, but he Mm. was a boxer and he was really good. Okay. And so he starts boxing and, um, he ends up really liking 
the father ends up really taking to this kid who mm-hmm. can box and not his son because it's not son's not particularly athletic. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just about that trio, um, and how the two friends, because those kids are friends, mm-hmm. how they kind of deal with that, um, kind of coming of age esque. But yeah, it's a good movie. Too bad you weren't there to see it with me. I'm glad you enjoyed <laughs> it. <laughs> You jerks. Uh, I, I'd say I'm sorry, but like I'm not. <laughs> you I'm like zero regret. <laughs> what else? The only thing I got out of it was a very awkward and funny story at this point. Pretty much. I think you got extra credit for it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I did. There you go. <laughs> in a, in a, a class that I'm sure you would have gotten an A plus in anyway. <laughs> but sure. Um. Yeah, so that's that's one of our first encounters, our first at least oh, shared good old days. memory. It's one of the only things I remember with you. <laughs> that and eating lunch with you and like two or three of your dude friends. <laughs> one of his name was Bob, mm-hmm. and then there was a tall guy, Brendan. Bob and the tall guy eating lunch with Jason. It's <laughs> the only time I remember eating lunch with you. We ate lunch so many times. I I have nothing. <sighs> I've got nothing. <laughs> Um, and then it's basically like my memory of you in college is freshman year with that story, mm-hmm. uh, eating with Bob and the tall guy and then senior year. Those are my, that's it. Just, Just living next door to you of <laughs> and unaccounted for. Yeah. And then I was like, and then you at some point asking me, cause I am a big basketball fan. And so I was watching like uconn basketball mm-hmm. and so i was yelling at the tv and clapping mm-hmm. and you eventually asked me what was going on <laughs> you're getting a lot of noise over there <laughs> wondering what the fuck is up i think i was in my room watching like the mist or something oh, like God. that and i needed some quiet <laughs> what's what's happening <laughs> trying to get into something here i'm so sorry <laughs> that i do feel so bad about it. i would hate to ruin that moment <laughs> totally fine but i don't know over time like we shared the love of podcasts and movies and whatnot the thing is like i you were very good at staying in touch with people and i was very surprised after you graduated to get a text from you to be like hey what's going on mm-hmm. um because i i probably would have just gone off into the sunset <laughs> i'm not gonna lie jason because i did not remember our friendship <laughs> <laughs> And so we, like, became kind of better friends after college. That feels like the premise of a movie where someone has to keep reminding someone that has Alzheimer's. And just like, <laughs> hey, we were friends a long time ago. Like 51st dates. Yes. I'm Drew Barrymore. Like, oh. oh, God, I'm sorry. I, I mean, if it makes you feel any better, I don't really remember anyone else particularly well either. <laughs> Just one gray mass. Kind of. of just little intermittent people's faces. <laughs> but insofar as like just movies and stuff like that, like we did wind up seeing like a bunch of stuff post-college yeah. together and whatnot. Although I do remember one time we did absolutely fall asleep in the middle of uh, The Born Legacy with... You uh, did? Yeah. It was bad. <laughs> Not yeah. the movie was bad, just our situation. We were just... Kept falling asleep throughout that movie. Are you sure it was I, me? I don't I remember this. I'm sure about this. We saw this at like Lincoln Center too. Mm. Like, 
the one with uh jeremy what's his face renner. Uh, jeremy renner excuse Hawkeye. me my favorite your boy um jeremy renner jay renz <laughs> um and we just kept falling in and out of sleep i remember like waking up and seeing you there just like uh. <laughs> 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 and i know that i kept falling asleep <laughs> i'm usually not one to fall asleep at movies so that's surprising <laughs> but i fall asleep at everything else so i guess it's not entirely shocking <laughs> Wow, I don't remember that. Like, I, I had never disrespected a movie so hard insofar <laughs> as just sleeping. But, like, as a period in my, t- in my life where I just, like, kept, like, dozing off in, the- in theaters. It's like, I don't want to waste $15 to take a nap anymore. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I, I that was a bad point. <laughs> a bad couple months there. Were we in college or after? This was post-college. It was, like, okay. 2012 around there, 2011. Don't know how you remember that. Okay. <laughs> cool. If you say so, yeah. memory man. <laughs> Basically. I'm just following you. Down this taking a stroll down this lane. <laughs> but um but yeah, was it in twenty seventeen at some point we decided like, yeah, we should probably like do a podcast. Well, because all we A, we love podcasts. Mm-hmm. B, all we did whenever we would hang out was just talk like we do now. Mm-hmm about all the shit we've been watching it'd mm-hmm. be like six hours of us just talking about <laughs> stupid stuff that we watched uh-huh. so like might as well make a fun thing out of it right and that like four people also enjoy <laughs> we don't really know who you are out there so you far that's, like that are listening we, i know a couple of you thank you very much same for, for listening all right um shout outs to the people that do yeah um to the, to the Rosannes out there, to the Werners out there, to... The Rachel Gentilis. Thank you very, very much. Oh, I probably shouldn't have said your whole name. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Whoops. Thanks for listening and thanks for, like, supporting and, like, keeping us wanting to do this. Like, even if we don't get to see you all the time, we know you're listening. And yeah. And I'd like to hear that you do. And very much appreciate it. Um, yeah, it's always good to have that positive feedback to make you want to do more. Um... And it's weird because like we can see the metrics sometimes insofar as like where people are listening. Who's listening in the Netherlands? I'd love to know. I'd love Please to know. Please contact us. It's very interesting to us. Like every now and then you'll see someone pop up in like Ireland. Like, yeah. where are you from? Why are you listening out there? Every now and then some like Australians will like pop in. It's like, wow, how'd you get this? Who who lied to you about this? <laughs> um so it's just funny to see like where people are coming from and where they're listening to it. Even within the United States itself, like you get like one pop in from like Idaho, Missouri, Missouri, like awesome, cool, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Um, and I guess like thank yous that like we just never say before on the show, but that we absolutely should. Thanks to uh, my roommate and long, long time friend Jermaine for lending us like you know his recorder to listen to record this on yeah like it has helped us out immensely as opposed to having to like lug a board back and forth oh dear god across like rippers every week um it has helped out immensely by having this small mini h4n zoom recorder to help us do it um so thank you um to those specs (laughs) um uh thanks to your brother jordan yes um who designed designed the logo yeah. Um, it was very nice of him to do so to take the time to do that um and Looks great flexing that graphic design muscle it's really oh, cool yeah. um and yeah i guess like some logistical things like when we record like we're coming across cities and state lines <laughs> to yeah, do this you're right you cross state lines <laughs> you come into new york i go into new jersey yeah um and it's fun to do so like i i never have an issue with it as far as i coming over there it's very nice of you <laughs> i'm so lazy <laughs> 
Um, and having like the portable gear makes that easier. Um, uh, Jason usually writes the descriptions. <laughs> um, he does an amazing job because he's very funny and clever. So if there's one where you're like, that's not great. I probably wrote it. <laughs> I probably wrote it either very late at night or very early in the morning. Not that that's an excuse. It wouldn't be any better if I wrote it while I was very awake, <laughs> to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, you do a great job. I always enjoy when you're like, oh, I posted it to see what delightful, clever things you came up with. <laughs> Thank you. I do like your descriptions, though. Like, that Thanks, should Cal. go without saying. Um, but yeah, like, the production behind it, it's not huge. It's not like a Herculean task. But it just takes time. <laughs> also, life comes up. Like, it'd be great if this was were the job, but oh, it's not, amazing. sadly. Or if you just lived closer. That would also make things easier. Oh, I'm working on it. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, for, for me, it always feels like, you know, you're running up against the deadline. Like, ah, oh, shit, got to get this thing on the internet for yeah. people to listen to. Um, I don't know if anyone's like devotedly, oh man, Tuesday, when's it going to drop? Yeah, like, probably not. <laughs> there, it should not, at your, at your veins, like, oh, when's it going to, when, I need it. If you are, thank you. You shouldn't. God bless <laughs> be you. Into yes. it. But thanks. Well, because it used to be Sunday and then it turned into Monday and now it's Tuesday, Tuesday. and Wednesday. It's like, <laughs> all right, cool, when man. we can get to it. When, whenever we can. <laughs> um, try to give ourselves a little bit of running room there. Yeah. Um. And I guess in the release of episodes, I don't know if this is like too inside baseball or whatever, but we did like have a good solid backlog there. Yeah, we did. Insofar as like releasing things and able to make make it a weekly show. I'm sure that's it was fairly obvious because we were talking about movies that had come out like six months ago. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? These guys have a freaking time machine? <laughs> How are they releasing this? Like, it'd be great if we were talking about movies from the future that no one's even seen yet. <laughs> that Venom movie. Oh, man. Let me tell you about it. But I can't. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, we just stocked up a bunch of these and we just had not yet released anything because we we hadn't yet set up the delivery of like how mm. these would go out and all that stuff or set the website or like how it would look but you did an amazing job setting everything up thank you um and a few would lit the squarespace. fire squarespace squarespace thank Thanks, you squarespace guys. please sponsor us maybe i don't You're throw some so money away <laughs> um and i guess yeah like just the behind the scenes things of setting things up on a website and advertisers and like how does stitcher work like mm. how to figure that out like okay like how does getting things in itunes work like sometimes it's easier than you think sometimes it's a little bit more difficult than i thought it would be i wouldn't know because you did all the work <laughs> i'm the worst i'm basically laying down right now <laughs> also i've managed to take up ha- more than one half of this couch <laughs> it's I'm, your couch i'm just selfish <laughs> do what you need to do ridiculous um what is interesting too um i don't know what what lit the fire under me to like really just like get this thing out because one we had like built up a, a solid backlog already mm-hmm. and two i think like one thing that like set the impetus up for me was i was listening to this podcast and they were just talking about what it, how difficult it was to be a vegan in san francisco and i was like <laughs> shut up this is not <laughs> at all like representative of what i want to listen to or like i don't feel any kind of connection to this i feel it doesn't come from a standpoint that i can agree with mm. and hopefully i don't know the people that listen to this like have some kind of like parody with like what we're saying or like yeah. our views on things and like you know you're not just hate listening because like these idiots gonna say this week I like, mean, even if you do feel that way i appreciate you listening every week <laughs> 
it's fine if you just hate me from afar. Just hit that subscribe button, baby. <laughs> so yeah, like it's just I don't know. It, it's it it made me want to put my own voice out there because in some of the things that I listened to, I felt like I wasn't being represented, hmm. or I felt like I wasn't being you know like this doesn't align with the things that I like. Mm-hmm. So hopefully I'm putting something out there. Or hopefully we're putting something out there that people do like or do align with to some degree. I just did it because it gives me a built-in excuse to hang out with you <laughs> and make you talk to me about movies and dumb shit that nobody else will talk to me about. Because <laughs> Lord knows, I wouldn't do it any other way. <laughs> <laughs> not true. There's only a handful of, not even, there's like two other people I can talk to <laughs> about this dumb stuff. <laughs> um, And yeah, like, shout out to people that have, like, and on the show, mainly Megan and Titsy. As yeah. far as like lending your voice and and adding some really funny stuff to things. My friend John would also like to be on the show, and I would like to have him on the show. Mm-hmm. He, I love him to death. Um, he is the person who is one of the few people who I can talk to about this stuff. Um, and he was the person who I got mad about when he was talking about oceans eight <laughs> and um who did not agree with making the female ghostbusters movie who i otherwise i adore him mm-hmm. except for these two things <laughs> um and so yeah i'll get him i'll get him to come in and to talk about these ridiculous opinions that he has mm-hmm. and if you are a friend of ours <laughs> that listens and would like to be on the show let us know and we could possibly definitely make that happen that would be awesome like like hearing people's thoughts on things yes um and having a third voice that's how we got the gerard butler movie treatments out of things yes oh, so Jerry. yeah i really have... want to make your movie <laughs> i really do Maybe just like have a dinosaur walk in the background just one time. <laughs> That's and the combination the, of the scripts. Through the rolling hills of Scotland, it'll just be like a fun little Easter egg. <laughs> Does that shadow look like like a brachiosaurus? That's weird. Like yeah, that's that's Nessie. That's, <laughs> all, that's all I want. <laughs> that's the combination. Like it's in Scotland. Yeah, it's a dinosaur. Like it makes sense. Yeah, it's fine. That's all the I want. Just a little little thing in there. <laughs> the rest can be your movie because it sounds really good. <laughs> Thank you. Hey. Just got to get Gerard on board. Like, I know, I know he listens, you know. Jerry, my love for you is real. Like, those... It's so sincere, <laughs> it's stupid. Those weird listens that pop up, like, who the hell is listening, like, you know, in, in Scotland? Who the hell is listening, like, you know, in Australia? It's Jerry. You know, he's traveling. Jerry. He plugs in where he can. He's probably just shooting something in the Netherlands right now. Totally possible. You know, and dude, thank you so much, you know. You're a big part of this, too. All right, you're contribution can't go unnoticed you still have a great head of hair <laughs> that beard is legit <laughs> i appreciate i like your instagram posts they're very positive they are very positive i usually see them and i've seen that you i've already liked them <laughs> <laughs> good job jason they're very sporadic i guess uh, i don't need to send this to him but then <laughs> if i see one and you haven't don't i i see that you haven't like liked it i send it to you get on this all right look what our boy's doing do you see what jerry's dropping <laughs> Uh, there was some basketball game that he put up there. I forget what it was, but like he made like an amazing shot or something like that. Oh uh, yeah, I forget who he's playing though because that made it even funnier. Um, it wasn't Kevin Hart. It wasn't Kevin Hart. Um, was it Ice Cube? Who was it? I don't remember. I forget. Now I'm just naming famous. I don't know if it was Ice Cube or Ice Cube's son. 
Um, no, it was All Star Weekend. I think it was against Kevin Hart. Was it Kevin Hart? I think so. Um, keep talking. I'm looking because this is very important. <laughs> very intriguing. Also, I just typed in Jerry Butler, not Gerard. Uh, Google knows. <laughs> Google um, knows very well. Basketball. Um. Yeah. And. Yeah, I mean, insofar as the future and what we want to do with the podcast and whatnot, a lot of the same for the most part. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've never done this many episodes of a thing before. Um, I've never, yeah, made a solid commitment. <laughs> so it's, you know, fun to have the consistency. And Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx. All right. Sorry. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, but it didn't look like him because he's got a weird hairline because I think he's filming a movie. Oh, okay. So, yeah. it doesn't. His hairline's like halfway <laughs> back on his head. It's bizarre. Jamie Foxx usually keeps it tight. He's that hairline. The fact that he and Jerry are making a movie together, I'm real excited. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> it's going to be so weird and good. It feels like they've made a movie together before, but I can't think of what that would be. I, f- I feel like that also. Hmm. IMDb reveal all secrets. Yes, but, um... But yeah, as far as what we do, want to do in the future, um, a lot of the same, I guess, as far as just like continuing to put out episodes. Um, just grow our fan base. Grow our fan base. Um, you know, if anyone else has any ideas out there that they want us to address, uh, we will try to. Um, maybe we'll start putting questions out there to our community or our audience. That'd be awesome. Um, something that you want us to watch? Something you want us to watch, something you want us to talk about. Um you know, maybe we'll ask you what you may want to see or what you want to hear from us. Um, or they just, have been, sorry. They, ha- they have been. Law-abiding citizens. That is right. Um, that looked very intense. I never actually did see it. It does look very intense. I do not know. Okay. I don't know. I never saw it. I feel like I know a lot of people who have and is good. Oh, Viola Davis is in it. Yeah, it has a pretty good cast, if I remember correctly. Um, well, Jamie Foxx, Viola Davis, Jared Butler, and I forget, Jared, uh, Jamie Foxx has a uh, a law partner that's also in it. That's like... Regina Hall, okay. Bruce McGill, Leslie Bibb, Michael Irby. Huh. Um, I don't recognize the other names. It's a real solid late 2000s cast. Yeah. Tossing some Bibb in there. <laughs> she was in like every movie in the early 2000s. It's, she really it's was. like the hot blonde. Like, she showed up again in something else recently. I was like... Where do I know you from? And then I have to look it up. Like, oh, everything. right. I've seen you in virtually everything. Yeah. She was like an Iron Man as well, right? Like, Yes, in, she was. She was in good, several good Iron Man pull. movies. She was in, yeah. She was in two because she showed up in one, in the mm. first one, and then like later in like the third one or something. Yeah. Like, she's consistent. She's been part of the MCU since day one. Yeah. Right? But, um, but yeah, like I for, yeah, she was in a lot oh, of Oh, she was stuff. in Tag. That's probably where you saw her. Oh, okay. Oh, she played Runner's Wife in Tag. Okay. Um, still a good movie. And... <laughs> still fun <laughs> that has not changed in the three months since i've seen it um but yeah we've had a successful summer i would say as far as like putting out episodes consistently yeah. surprisingly surprisingly despite travel and other things that have come up and whatnot just like, life just life um we've got a semester's worth of episodes out right now 15 weeks oh i again it's school related i got nothing <laughs> i don't uh, I'm ju- just blocked it all out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I have a great memory for some things, but mm. like, 
Apparently, anything school-related, I can do nothing. <laughs> I'm just, just blank. Wipe that chalkboard That filing clean. cabinet has just, like, one folder, one manila folder that's, like, half open and, like, one, like, stray piece of paper. And a moth flies out yeah, of it. Yeah, that's just... it. Just, just nothing. Just <laughs> nothing in there. A couple of paper clips at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got. But, like, the Hemsworth family, that's... That file oh, is that's overflowing, a thick file. busting open, like wrapped oh with like rubber bands. That now has like a separate folder just for the oldest, uh, what's his face brother, who should be a Hemsworth. Wilson brother. There's like a whole board with like conspiracy Andrew, theories. Just Andrew Wilson. String Red and thumbtacks. <laughs> <laughs> Newspaper clippings. <laughs> <laughs> there's like a thing of Bigfoot on there for some reason. Like, the fourth a- Wilson brother? <laughs> <laughs> So handsome. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways. Um, but our general love of movies, it tends to be, I feel like it tends to be more in the sci-fi action fantasy genres. More nerdy, but I would say you like class it up with like some more British films and like. You say that, but it's like Midsummer Murder. <laughs> it's not like it's good stuff. It's foreign. It's classy. <laughs> <laughs> it just has accents. Um and you you like some like dramas and stuff? I do. Occasionally. Yeah. Not even occasionally. I just do like them, but I just don't It's weird. I don't when I sit down to watch a movie, I tend not to seek out the dramas as much. Um not because it's like oh so much to handle. Mm. It's more the idea of like I I really got to invest my time and like really pay attention to this yeah. because I want to enjoy it and don't want to just like flippantly watch it. Um, whereas opposed to like an action movie or like a comedy or something like that, you can be a bit more passive and like oh, do yeah. other things like while watching it and just feel like time is so hard to come by as an yeah. adult. <laughs> um, which is why, you know, devoting the two hours I properly need to like sit and absorb and watch a movie really comes along. Yeah. Um, in my weekends or weekdays. So it's just hard to like devote myself to like watching dramas. Um, but it can be done. That's I should fair. do more. Like, Three Billboards has been out and available on HBO, and, and I've wanted to see that movie for, like, half a year at this You still point. haven't seen it? So I'm, gonna sit, I still, I'm not devoted the time to sit down and watch this movie. Oh, I should have given you that. Maybe I'll change the assignment. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I'm fine yeah. with that. Watch Three Billboards, because okay. I think it's just, they just put it on Netflix, I think. Okay. On either Netflix or... I know it's on HBO, HBO now. HBO, yeah. That's a, it's available there right yeah, now. Yeah, you should watch that. But um, but yeah, I will check that out. It's, I think you'll like it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's hard to describe. Yeah, it's hard to describe because there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, that was a big one last year. We just had the Emmys go by this week. Did you get to see any of that or no? I don't really care. <laughs> just watching overpaid glossy people pat each other on the back like that's every award show i just don't yeah i don't because yeah. i remember when we were kids award shows were like a big deal like, they were like oh the mtv VMAs or whatever oh the hell god the investment that i had in the vmas for like, real seeing your favorite stars <laughs> like oh my god like but, what are they gonna wear oh yeah. man like what are they gonna do like who I, cares? now i don't even recognize most of the names mm-hmm. i just I just don't care. I think you just reprioritize when you're older. Like, I don't know. When I think of something like those tertiary awards, like MTV awards and whatnot, it's like, who cares? Yeah. Um, but I guess when you get closer to like the big Oscar, Oscar season, 
because I don't know I like movies and whatnot and mm. I, it's I treat like sports sometimes like yeah. how other people would treat sports I guess right, right, right. when it comes to like Golden Globes time or like Oscar time I get invested and I don't know why it's not even like a heavy investment mm. it's like I'm curious who's gonna win what because I mean yeah I'm curious mm-hmm. but I think so much of it is it's so much surface bullshit yeah and there's so much politics particularly now involved in it yes because you knew there are always politics behind the scenes but now it's very much at the forefront when it's put on like display of like okay well yeah. why does why is why do the candidate why does the candidate list look like this right why do the film why does the film selection look like this right. like who is deciding upon this and why is it not geared to like anyone that's watching this where are all the minorities and women yes <laughs> like, where is that like so and i don't get me wrong those are very important conversations but I just, it's like, oh, what are the women wearing? Like, oh, who fucking cares? Mm-hmm. They all, <laughs> this is just a resec- uh, reflection of how uh, my insecurities, that's fine. I'm just, it takes so long and it takes such a large team of people to get those women into those dresses. And there's layers of spanks and there's hair and makeup and it's just, mm-hmm. it's all so fake. And it's fun when you're a kid, because right. it's just glossy, fun surface stuff. But as I get older, I'm just like, oh, God, I just want some some part of this to be real. And it's mm. all just not. It's just surface. Like, uh, the so, one question I want someone oh, to I'm ask. Oh, I'm such a Debbie Downer. I'm sorry. <laughs> the one question I want someone to ask, like someone I'm a huge, amazing guy, and I was like, so how do you go to the bathroom in this thing? Like, is that weird? That's a great <laughs> question. Like, <laughs> Because some of them are enormous. Mm-hmm. And, like, they drag on the floor. Are you just trying to make sure you don't step on someone's dress the entire night? <laughs> I would. I would absolutely end up putting a stiletto through someone's very fancy dress. Very just... fancy, very expensive <laughs> dress. Yeah. That they probably don't own. It's just being loaned no, to them by is. a designer. Very much so. Mm-hmm. Like, ooh. So I think it's... Uh, the sheen has worn off a little bit. And I'm just more... I'm just an angry old lady now. Totally understandable. I mean, I don't know. I always find it very funny when they get they, they throw things a bone. Like last year, they had Logan and running for like best original screen, or best adapted screenplay or something like that. Mm. It's not going to win anything. Yeah, no. Like, thanks for the like acknowledgement. I don't know. Like, there's such a political thing, and then we look back at years where it's like this thing beat this thing. Mm-hmm. Like Shakespeare in Love. Shakespeare in Love is so infamous. Beats Saving Private right? yeah no okay okay sure okay yes because Shakespeare in Love is, is it's about making movies yes. ultimately at its core yeah. it's about making a play it's about actors it's and... about actors and producers producing and making Ugh. a thing and Hollywood loves Hollywood but Ugh. we digressed back to more positive <laughs> also I do still like looking at the dresses I'm not gonna lie <laughs> like, I love a, a nice cool interesting dress mm-hmm. whatever um and I always end up just like looking at the list the next morning to see who won and stuff, and it's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Like, but other than that, I don't have the interest in staying up and watching. And I don't like the speeches make me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. When people cry, it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> no, thank you. So yeah, I mean, I guess this is a start of it because the Emmys just happened. It was interesting, at least. Uh, I was watching without the sound on, <laughs> <laughs> at the start of it at least, um, and then like I didn't see the, the rest of it. Um, I saw like the first few wins, which seemed to be all just like for Amazon shows, which is like Amazon. Yeah, it sounds like Amazon kind of swept the night a bit. I guess, but it feels like okay, you guys have like three decent shows and a lot of bullshit, <laughs> and so far as like their uh, selection of 
available things mm. like that are free, like on Amazon Prime. It's like this is very much geared towards no. We want you to pay for things. Oh, I never thought of that. <laughs> like we, we have some things on there to like to get you like kind of interested to wet your whistle a little bit. But really, you better get out of that credit card because you just to spend some money on this thing. Oh, interesting. Like they have the weakest selection of any like streaming service I can think of. That's like true. that you pay into. Yeah, it's kind of random. Um, you think of like what Netflix has. Granted, they are leaning way more now on their shows than they did in the past. Right. I remember when like some really good things used to come to like the Netflix streaming prior to them like becoming a television network. Mm. Um, Hulu has an amalgam of good things, um, but even that is still like a little weird sometimes. Um, so yeah, none of them are perfect. I'm a big fan of YouTube TV. I preach the gospel of YouTube TV everywhere I go. Mm-hmm. It's great. 35 bucks a month there's a ton of channels it's very user friendly you can record stuff there's no limit to the uh like dvr type of storage mm-hmm. it's so great guys youtube tv and it all it knows you're going <laughs> to share stuff anyways share mm-hmm. your password and whatnot so it comes with um five uh like spaces like people that you can just um they they're like quote family members mm-hmm. and you can send them a link and they can sign up for it and share it with you. I'm on that list. You thank are you family, very much for having um, me on that list. You made the cut. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's it's great. I really like it. Mm-hmm. Like, um, yeah, I I enjoy being on the YouTube TV. Um, I think they have a great selection of things. That's how I was able to watch, like you know, all of Atlanta. Yeah, uh, same. This past season, like, um, and them having current television on is like, yeah, great. I can absolutely, absolutely just watch what I like. What, what I would like to watch. You should watch stuff live, or you can set it up to record all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I have it like record soccer games and stuff, and mm-hmm. it's great. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, Insofar as streaming things, it's going to change wildly come next year um, when Disney drops their new application. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Like that's going to. But like, it's for kids stuff. No, it's for everything. Like oh. all the Marvel stuff is going over there. Oh, I don't really care. Like, all their big releases. And it's all about me, obviously. (laughs) That's all that matters. Like, when you look at the amount of stuff that Disney actually owns now, considering that they also own Fox as well. Star Wars. Marvel. Everything. is, And the acquisition of Star Wars and Marvel is funny because it's just like, they try to make stuff for teenage boys. They tried. They gave their best. We want to put out Treasure Planet. We don't care. (laughs) Atlantis. Shut up. And then, <laughs> and then they said, "All right, idiots! What if we bought Star Wars? Excuse me, <laughs> go on. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna buy Star Wars. I'm gonna make sixty movies. Ooh, <laughs> do go on. And we're not done there. No, no, no. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna buy Marvel. Buy what? <laughs> but how? <laughs> and then they bought Marvel. They bought Disney. And then it's just like, well, we have all the things that young boys like." So we don't have to make new things that young boys like. Interesting. Because we already own the girls. We got them forever with the princess, with the princess stuff. Oh. Like fuck. that. We slated that side of the market already. God damn it. Like we just don't know how to get the boys. And they figured out we'll just buy the boys. <laughs> <laughs> They're dumb. <laughs> I was never. So getting into stuff that we are interested in. I was never a Disney princess type of gal. Mm-hmm. I feel it doesn't cover a good swath of people, but... I like the animal movies. You're 101 Dalmatians. You're Lion Kings. <laughs> You're Aristocats. 
Never saw. I didn't like cats. Your rescue is down under. <laughs> yep. Good stuff. <laughs> that Golden Eagle. That was a very cool movie mm. and that CG eagle, like early CG too. Harrowing. People forget that one. People always say, well, there was there was Little Mermaid and then there was Aladdin and then there was Lion King. I think there was a couple of years between there and then there was Lion King. There was no, they kind of just gloss over Rescuers Down Under. Yeah. Um, it does not get the love that their other films of the 90s do. Disney, um, when we were kids, we had... Um, uh, Christmas tree ornaments of Bernard and what was the Bianca Bianca because mm-hmm. McDonald's like, they came with the McDonald's Happy Meals mm-hmm. like really legit Christmas tree ornaments that were like velvety and soft oh. and so we got the pair of them it was great I wish I still had them I had a stuffed Bernard I think my sister had a stuffed Bianca oh cute I loved her accent she was Jaja Gabor voicing yeah. her oh yeah so very much like a Swedish like European accent or whatever. It was very Frenchy sounding. Yeah. Like it was I don't know, like that movie was cool. <laughs> and movie. people don't talk about it or even remember it all that much really. Also the Great Mouse Detective. That was like right before Dizzy started to blow back up again. Yo, that movie is scary as fuck. It kinda is. What's the name of the villain? Basil Rathbone or something like that? Something like that. But like when that bat is in that crib, mm-hmm. uh uh-uh, uh 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 <laughs> it is so scary. And then he, before that he's like in the window and they're talking mm-hmm. and the lightning strikes and you see his um him in the window, but then he's gone. Oh, it's so scary. There were a lot of mouse based movies at that time. Now Five that we're o- talking about it, yes. Bible goes west. <laughs> Rival Great American Tale, Great Mouse Detective, The Rescuers. Yeah. Like a lot of rodents, The Secret of Nim, like mm. a lot of rodent centered animated films of the late 80s, early 90s. They're cute. <laughs> oh, The Fox and the Hound, devastating. Yeah, that was a, that was a hard one to take. Um, oh, you don't have emotion, so you didn't cry at it. <laughs> oh, God. It is the most, of all the Disney movies, it is the most emotionally devastating movie that in their canon let me tell you something jason <laughs> getting rid of todd where she just drops him off has to drop him off in the woods oh and he just looks back at her like why are you doing this and she's like i'm sorry and oh and then their friendship has to end Ugh, oh, i can't it's too much mm-hmm. and they're so cute when they're little sorry <laughs> no it's totally fine their little voices and then other fox space movies that it just feels like just that robin, robin hood, hood. So handsome. <laughs> Which is a thing, I think, shared amongst many ladies for Robin Hood. He's the George Clooney of the... <laughs> like, he's very dashing, and but he's sweet but George Clooney and romantic. Would, Clooney would later go on to play a fox in The Fantastic Mr. Fox. I mean, it makes sense. Which is a, such a fun movie. Yeah. I, like, I, I really enjoyed it. I think it's, like, very well-paced. And, like, the art direction is really nice. And Clooney does a really good job yeah. as the fox. Um, and I think people just kind of forget the movie existed a little bit. Yeah, I think you're right. Like, and Isle of Dogs, which I would like to still see, mm. um, again, feels a little just glossed over. Yeah. I started watching it on a plane, but I fell asleep. Mm. Um, I chose Blockers over uh, Isle of Dogs. That's as I fair. said last time. Isle of Dogs requires some, like, investment. It does. That I wasn't prepared for. Not on a plane. Yeah, no. Stop motion on a plane is 
possibly not the best. I will say that I've not made a bad plane decision so far as a movie in the last couple of years. I think I've done okay. I start and stop them a lot mm-hmm. just to find something to really like take my mind off of the fact that I'm 38,000 feet in the air. Going hundreds of miles an hour. Going like 500 miles an hour in a metal part tube. <laughs> um, oh, I just you just made me think of another movie. James and the Giant Peach. Was, oh, that, yeah. a, was that a Disney movie? Uh, it was produced by Disney. Um, but from the same studio that brought you like... Um, Later on, Coraline, but prior to that, Nightmare Before Christmas. That brought you Coraline. <laughs> um, I really liked that movie. I thought it looked cool. It I like the premise. I don't yeah. know. I just they're singing and dancing a giant peach. What's not to love? At sea with some friends and a big old peach just seemed like a cool idea to me. And when it shows like the rhino running through the clouds, it was cool looking. Mm-hmm. Now it's just a weird stroll down memory lane. <laughs> I don't know what just happened. What this devolved into? I think we started talking about Disney's acquisition of everything, and that just oh, yeah. like went further into that. The idea that. of that bored me, so I just started talking about the fox, <laughs> the fox and the hound. <laughs> yeah, yeah, business. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so, what are some of your favorite movies? Some of my favorite movies. Uh, it's just, there's too much to list. Let I think me sometimes. guess. Back to the Future. Uh, I wouldn't even put that in the top five necessarily. God damn it. It's a lot of fun. I think one of my favorite movies uh, is Terminator 2. Oh, it is so good. A perfect sequel. It's so good. You don't even have to see the first one and anything after it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> it's one done contained. Very good. Um, it's intense. It is a monster movie. It's an action movie. It's really good. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, it gets absolutely all the praise it deserves. Oh, yeah. Um, it felt like it was on TV forever. Oh, meaning like, yeah. There was a time that, like, just flip to one of three channels, it's probably on. USA, TNT? <laughs> yes, USA, TNT, Sci-Fi Channel, it's probably yeah. there. Um, and there are these things that are just very iconic and stand out to me from that movie so hard. Like, um, the first time you see the T-1000, like, walk through a thing, it's like, mm. oh, how do you stop this monster? <laughs> um, Robert, Robert Patrick is his name, right? Yes, Robert Patrick. Fantastic. Um, yes, fantastic as as this svelte murder machine. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, yeah, just a really intense performance by him. Edward Furlong being, like, the best child actor. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> um, there are a lot of really great child actors in, like, the 90s. Mm-hmm. But like he never rode that wave. It felt like I don't know why he had like that Pet Cemetery, Detroit Rock City, and like that was it. Kind of, um, it just felt like he was not like given like the teen idol treatment like so many other kids were. He wasn't a Devon Sawa. Yeah, <laughs> um, maybe he didn't have like as much of like a clean cut like all American boy look that I, they because really like his first role was like liked. a little bit of a kid badass. Like yeah, totally <laughs> riding a dirt bike and shit. He rode a dirt bike, wore a public enemy t shirt. Like his yeah. his sidekick was Budnick. <laughs> <laughs> like he made this dude who's a number one where he's from his number two. <laughs> like, that's that's how awesome this kid is. That's so funny. I forget. Yeah, I forgot about that, <laughs> With that mullet, that red gingery mullet. <laughs> But I put that up there as one of my favorite movies because I can sit down and watch it at any point that it's oh, on. totally. I can start from the beginning and watch it all the way to the end. Um, and it's just something I've seen a lot and I enjoy a lot. The number of times it's been on TV and I just, there have been other things I haven't seen, but I'm just like, nah, I'm going to stay on this. I just <laughs> end up watching it halfway through to the end. Totally. Yeah. So that's one of mine. What about you? Um, uh, In the same vein, uh, Alien and Aliens. Mm-hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. 
um, just seeing like a badass woman just freaking take charge and with all these freaking dudes mm-hmm. who doesn't love an alien that they're bonkers looking um yeah that's just it's it's kind of hoary but it's also in a way kind of a mystery and mm-hmm. it's action it's just it's got a lot of really great stuff in it okay yeah um i'll put a weird one out there for one of my favorite movies um everything is illuminated it's a really small movie. Uh, features Elijah it's Wood. Based on a book. Based on a book, yeah. yeah. Um, Elijah Wood, Lee Shriver. Um, I didn't know Lee Shriver. Directed it. it. He directed oh, it. Oh, that's cool. Um, but yeah, it is just a guy trying to get back in touch with like his roots and going to back to Poland where his family's from. But then, like you know, backtracking to like uh, this event from that happened during the Holocaust. Mm. But finding out about himself and his family and how he feels so disconnected from everything, but like kind of like getting that connection back again through the family that he meets there, who's like his cousin, who's like about his same age, but as different as a person as he can be. Elijah mm. was very straight laced and like very like you know to himself, but his cousin's like very out there and like I love America, like you know what kind of go sometime, Aww. like you know I love hip hop and smoking, like. <laughs> Like he's as different as he could be, but he comes like to form a bond with him and like um, his uncle as well, who's like you know very old and like very crotchety and very mm. mean. But like, oh, so it's me. <laughs> but um, ultimately, these three like you know do become closer together as a road trip through Eastern Europe. That's cool. So it was like a, a movie I saw when I was like thirteen or fourteen or something like that. Um, Came out that long ago. I remember starting to read that book. It was like maybe 2003 then, maybe a little bit later than that. Oh, wow. But um, I just remember watching my mom and sister and like really enjoying it. And it was just a movie that just stuck with me. Mm. And and yeah, the title of the book coming to play later on in the movie, just like, oh, I am who I am because of the things that happened before. Mm. Like, regardless of like, you know, how I feel about the future, what happens now will illuminate what will happen then. Mm. So it was like, oh, okay, this is cool. Lovely, <laughs> with the ageless Elijah Wood. He will never age. Um, he's a vampire. He is. He, I guess so. He's a vampire that fights for good. I guess, right? He is. <laughs> Seems like a great guy. Um, Jurassic Park, mm-hmm. which I feel like is a, a lot of people claim that it's their favorite movie. I don't believe it. <laughs> Prove it. It is my. It's just I've seen it so many times. Mm-hmm. And there aren't even, like, my love for dinosaurs is very sincere. Um, there aren't even dinosaurs in it for that long of a time. Mm-hmm. There's not, they're not on screen for that long. But it makes it even more effective because when they are on screen, it's terrifying. Or beautiful. Thank you, Jason. Or beautiful. <laughs> it's true. Um, you get me. Um, and I feel like even though it's older, like, a lot of, like, the animation of the t-rex and the velociraptors like it still holds up it holds up really it well. looks good and just that kitchen scene is such a classic like great scene mm-hmm. and you re- it, the tension is just so ratcheted up um i just love that movie i read the book now i'm halfway through the lost world mm-hmm. um the books are great um and you can see where they picked up pieces from the movies because it's not exactly the same I just love Michael Crichton's writing style. Like, where do I set this? A theme park. But what happens? Something goes wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's... I 
just I've seen it so many times. I will always stop to watch it. It brings me such joy. <laughs> I love that movie. Um, another one I'll throw out there, I guess more recent, uh, and just turned 10 years old this year, uh, The Dark Knight. Um, oh, Love really? that movie. It is a fantastic film. An the, amazing the action film. The very first one with uh, Christian Bale? No, dark, the second one with Christian Bale. Oh. So it's Batman Begins and The Dark oh, Knight. Oh, Batman. Okay, gotcha. And again, gotcha. it has a sequel vibe where it's like, yeah, this is so good. You kind of don't need to see the first one. You oh, don't, totally. And you don't need to see the one after it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's just a an amazingly well-told crime movie. Mm. Um, you establish your protagonist very well, but like, the movie has such good supporting cast or like secondary leads or co-leads that you kind of forget that the movie's about Batman a little bit. Mm. Um, I mean, Heath Ledger just kind of steals the show. He absolutely stole the show. And I remember I remember the uh, derision of, of Heath, Ledger, Heath Ledger prior to the film even coming out. Yeah, right, when they right, announced right. him, okay, Heath Ledger's going to be the Joker. Ten things I hate about, I'll tell you ten things I hate about this. Like, <laughs> There were so many people so mad about it. I remember like just being a little on the fence, like I don't know anything about the guy other than like Ten Things I Hate About You. I like that movie, like, but I don't know how I feel about him being the Joker. And that's how Brokeback Mountain. And then did Brokeback Mountain come out before or after? Before. Okay. And it was like, oh, okay. He has like a lot of range yeah. as a as a as an actor, and not just like a teen heartthrob or whatever. Right, right, right. It's like, oh, I trust him. I trust him with this. Like, I'm backing off, pull, mm-hmm. pulling off this one. Now, I don't. I don't want to eat part of this beef. Like I'm good. I, I, tr- I trust him. And then when it came out, I was like, "Cool, <laughs> fucking dope." <laughs> um, I'm glad that he was as good as he was. But him aside, it's a well-crafted movie. You take the cape off of Batman and just make him a dude, like that's trying to save the city. It's like, okay, this is also an interesting. It's still an interesting movie. It's still an interesting dynamic. Um, I just find it very funny how like the scale of what a superhero movie is is so grand and huge and like so very effects laden. And in that movie, there's not much of that. Mm. Like, his whole thing of, like, the most extreme thing he did was, like, Batman can't fucking get me. I'm in China. Wrong. Like, (laughs) I can go to China and get you whatever I want, bro. Like, that's, like, that was the explanation. That's how extreme he had to get. And ten years later, like, hey, man, if you're not racing half the universe, like, what are you doing? Yeah, that's true. Like, just the size of, like, the problems that need to be dealt with in these kinds of movies Mm. It's so huge that sometimes it's just nice to just worry about like some boats blowing up on a river. I mean, even from, uh, is it the Dark Knight Rises? Mm-hmm. Wait, what was it? It's Batman Begins, the Dark, Dark Knight, Knight, Dark Knight Rises. Even in Dark Knight Rises, I mean, the stakes are like ramped up quite a bit too. Yeah, it's very different movie. Like, there's a nuclear bomb. There's a nuclear what? bomb. <laughs> We're like destroying football fields. We have this entire city like under wraps yeah like batman has to Batman's find in a fucking hole in the middle of nowhere like what is going on right now we got a guy in a mat like it's a lot it's a movie that should have been two movies it's yeah yeah like you have too much going on there mm-hmm. um i still it bothers me like how he got from the hole back to gotham <laughs> like where was the hole how did he get back to, like what happened where was his car just parked outside don't worry the fuck it, it makes no sense from the start what he had to do all right he had a boat there don't worry the speedboat it looked like it was so in fast. the desert though there was some water nearby don't worry <laughs> just a river just a lazy <laughs> river 100 meters away oh convenient i too bad to gotham <laughs> it was really relaxing <laughs> Um, Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. um, particularly the Two Towers. Um, just when that 
series came out, we were in high school, um, and I had I didn't realize I was always into kind of more fantasy stuff, but that was when I really like it clicked, mm-hmm. and I loved Your it. Awakening. Yeah, it really was like a <laughs> kind of a nerd awakening, um, and I loved that whole series. It's just so immense, and you really get to know some of like at least the main characters and that world peter jackson did an amazing job Mm -hmm. um creating that entire world it's phenomenal i loved coming into the first Lord of the rings movie not knowing anything about it same like i came in i remember like seeing previews for it months before and people in the theater like oh my god i was like what are you nerds even getting on about whatever oh i (laughs) remember seeing and just being like what is this? This looks amazing. See, I had no interest in the trailer at all. Oh, wow. It wasn't until New Year's Eve, uh, 2001. I remember going to the theater, uh, Essex Green in New Jersey. Um, and I remember seeing a classmate of mine get kicked out of the theater because he oh, snuck no. in to, to see a movie there. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know that dude. <laughs> um, and then- I'm a good boy. <laughs> And then, like, I remember it's just like, there's nothing to see here. I'm interested in none of these things. Like, mm. ugh, I guess I'll watch Lord of the Rings, sure. <laughs> Which like, is a commitment because it's three hours. I didn't know that going in. I was oh, like, I'm, I'm 14. I have nothing else to do on New Year's Eve. Aww. I guess I'll watch this movie. And I go in there and I watch the movie and I come out just like, I gotta go. I gotta find a bookstore. Where's I gotta find the rest of these books. So I can read them. You were <laughs> by yourself on New Year's Eve and you I were was 14? with my sister. We were like there at the theater. She had saw a different movie than I did. Aww. But like, it's not. No, that's not a sad thing to be alone <laughs> at fourteen on New Year's Eve. Like, I no. I, <laughs> where am I gonna go? What parties am I going to? Well, no, I didn't. Ex- I was expecting you to just be home with your parents because that's probably where I was. Because I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the movie was done by like ten o'clock. I was still home, oh, like okay. to like see the ball drop. Like my I mom don't know your life, Jason. <laughs> but like, just the lead up to it was just like. Yeah, Very whatever. Skeptical. <laughs> I was like, whatever. This is gonna be whatever. And then it came out, but like, this is amazing. I need to be here every December to see these movies. The movies came out in November. I would wait until like literally New Year's, New Year's Eve, or whatever, oh, or, like that nice week tradition. of like Christmas to just yeah. be like, yeah, I got, I got some plans. It's break, all right. Me and Frodo, <laughs> we're gonna hang out. Um, if your sister went to go see a different movie. Was she just waiting for you for like an extra hour and a half because that movie is three I think hours? she like went and hung out with like her friends or whatever oh, who were okay. there. She's older than me, so like. Again, logistics, I'm always concerned. <laughs> gotcha. She had friends that she hung out with after the movie or something like that. Then her mom came to pick us up. Mm. But like, yeah, I was in there for a while. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, I, I, I'm with you on that. Um, it being like. It really, it changed, like it was a big milestone like in my life just like oh my god and i remember my mom being like oh like i didn't know that that would interest you because she had no idea what that stuff was mm-hmm. and then i asked for the dvd for christmas and my uncle he didn't quite know what he was buying because nobody in my family had any interest in any of that stuff and they still don't mm-hmm. and he got me like accidentally got me like the extend special extended edition oh. and i was like oh my god and i just went home immediately and just watched it with all these deleted scenes remember that dvds oh. and deleted scenes yeah. and bonus features and interviews i love a bonus feature. like love um, it i that was the first dvd i bought lord of the rings really yeah um yeah it was it was 
just like I can't wait to bring this home. We can't wait to see this. Yeah. And remember, you had to decide as a consumer: do I want the full screen version or the widescreen yes. version? Yeah. And being like a dumb fourteen, fifteen year old that doesn't know anything about like how films should be watched, you're just like full, full screen. Obviously, I'm not trying to get I'm not trying to get a third of a movie here. Well, that was what my initial thoughts were, but then someone told me you see more widescreen. I was like, oh, and then I felt like real smart, like dumb widescreen. <laughs> I remember I had to see like a thing and just like panning and scanning. Like it was like a little documentary, like before a movie uh, that I went to go and see. I'm just like that just described it. Like okay, when you watch a movie in, in like widescreen, you get this aspect ratio. You have this on the side. You have this on the side. When you like set something for like a three by four or four by three television, you lose this picture. You lose this in the back. You lose mm-hmm. this motion. It's like oh, I didn't know that, and I didn't know you that you had to do that like just to get something onto TV to make it work for that. So when I saw the math behind it, I was like. Okay, I'm an idiot, and I respect this. I didn't know any of that. I was just told that it's better, so I went with it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, as far as like other movies go, that like really are like landmark movies for me. I don't know. There's there's a bunch, of course. You know, I could say uh, Star Wars, but like as a kid, the one that like really stood out to me was, um, I guess, Empire Strikes Back. Um, they were on sporadically. They were not on that often when we were kids on TV. Yeah, I don't remember ever seeing them. Um, I mean, I saw them somehow at some point, uh-huh. but I don't remember seeking them out or anything. I, I remember seeing it and like being just freaked out at one scene. Particular. <laughs> Everyone thinks it's like, oh, like, you know, when Luca's hand cut off, like, no, whatever, sure. Like, it freaked me out when they went into the dinner uh, at Cloud City. Like, mm-hmm. Lando's like, all right, let's go have some dinner together. And then Vader's just there in this all white room just in all black Darth Vader gear or whatever. And Han Solo's first reaction, like, I'm going to shoot you. And he shoots him with his, with his blaster and Vader just puts his hands out and just like stops. Like it, they hit his hands, explode on his hands and nothing happens. Like, is this a nightmare? Is this a nightmare scenario? This is, <laughs> this is a fantasy, right? This is not real. This is not real right now. I was very scared and terrified. because I just, I didn't expect it. They got me. They got me at age like five or whatever. I mean, that's smart. You were afraid <laughs> of the correct thing. Like I was, and also just scared, like, but it, that's a laser. Lasers get, you can't stop a laser on a hand. Like what is he made of? <laughs> is he a robot? What, what is he? Where's the logic? I was very thrown off. And then of course you find out later on, like his body's burnt up. He's got robot hands and legs mm. and whatever. Um, but no, I just think of that as a moment that stands out from that movie really hard, and it mm-hmm. had just a hard, visceral five-year-old reaction or six-year-old reaction. It's like, oh no, this is Aww, scary sequence. That's very <laughs> sweet. Um, were anyone was do you, were there any members of your family who were really into sci-fi or fantasy stuff? Um, uh, my mom likes horror, liked horror movies a lot. Okay. Like she liked things like Creature from the Black Lagoon and whatnot. Um, does she not like them anymore? Um, she does. She likes. To, like psycho and stuff like that okay. um so like older horror films gotcha. um and she was certainly like aware of star wars and like liked like star wars and so far i was like watching it she was like not like into it into yeah, it but yeah. like oh yeah i like that movie um and growing up she was always like aware of what we were watching mm-hmm. or like you know if i was able to like you know if i was watching x-men she knew who like some of the characters were that's cool um so it wasn't like entirely foreign to her. And then it's just, I don't know, solid parenting. and just like, what are my kids watching? <laughs> yeah. um, and again, like the one thing that she was like 100% down for was like wrestling to this day still. That's amazing. And so far as it's like, well, let me say about this guy and how I feel about him. Like, oh, this guy can't dress. What is with these shorts? <laughs> <laughs> like, 
just so that's like one viewing thing that we've always like had in common like just like our love of professional wrestling that's amazing um but yeah that stretches back for her it's like her younger days when she first came to the country in the 70s like it was just like hey this is like relatively cheap entertainment to watch in new york like wait did you see where did she coming from oh she uh came to the united states from uh saint vincent and the grenadines oh i didn't know that yeah she emigrated to the united states um first of our family to do so oh wow um and then, like, you know, brought family over after that. But, yeah, when she moved to, like, New York in the 70s or whatever. That must uh, have been fucking bananas. I imagine. Jesus. But um, it was, wrestling was a thing, that a live show that happened. It would come on, like, on network TV. And just like, oh, this is, like, easy to watch. And, like, it's a cheap ticket. Like, yeah. I might as well go and check it out. And like, she started to like it from there. That's awesome. <laughs> um, my, my, no one in my family is into the same stuff that I'm into. <laughs> um, I just kind of happened onto it. Um, but I distinctly remember when you're talking about parents knowing what you're watching mm. and my parents pretty much did. Um, but I was really into the X-Files when mm. I was like little, when I was like nine or 10 and they, um, if I first started reading the books. Okay. They had like chapter books. They'd be like 200 pages long or something. Um, and they had them in like the teen section of the library and they had a ton of them. Um, like they have now with like Star Wars, mm-hmm. they'll have books that go along with them. Um, and so I started reading those, and I fly through them. They're so creepy and great. And then I was watching um, the X Files in our kitchen one time. I think I was maybe like twelve. I don't think I was older than that. And it was kind of later at night. It was like maybe like nine or something. And my dad came up from the basement, and I was just watching it in our kitchen. We had like a tiny TV. And he looked at it, and then he looked at me, and he was like, hey, should you be watching this? And it was one of the only times I ever straight up looked my father in the eye and lied. And I was just like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> and he was like, and he, like, I was a really good kid, so he just trusted me. He was like, oh, okay. All right, good night, Jax. And then he shuffled into his room. And I was like, yes. Took care of that. <laughs> I did not lie much as a kid. I followed all the rules. It was the one, like, this weird, tiny rebellion that I had of, I can watch the X-Files, even though it's super scary sometimes. <laughs> like, the swath of just, like, action movies that I probably should have been watching as a kid that we definitely watch a lot of, like, was a lot. Like, but it was, like, kind of a family affair. Like, we're all going to watch this bad Steven Seagal movie together. We're going to just watch it together. <laughs> <laughs> like, and it's just weird, like, who... And our family was regarded as like this guy makes good movies. Like <laughs> it was definitely like held amongst like you know, my grandparents and stuff like that. Like they lived with us like you know for as long as I could remember. Mm. But um, I remember like Charles Bronson is on. You better not change that channel. Like you don't change a Bronson movie in my in my family's home at that age. Like uh, Steven Seagal is on. All right, what's Steven got for us today? Oh my god, that's amazing. Like. Wesley Snipes? You couldn't change a Snipes movie. Not <laughs> at all. Uh-uh. He was too hot for the ladies, and the fellas liked how he kicked butt. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just, insofar as like what we would watch together as a family, I would say like uh, a lot of action stuff top there, but for the most part, like if your grandparents were there watching with you, I would just watch what they would watch. Yeah. So there's a lot of like watching uh, the Golden Girls, a lot of, a lot of Matlock. Watched a lot of Matt Lock as a boy. <laughs> um, you wound up watching a lot of Father Downing Mysteries. <laughs> um, 
a lot of Zorro. Like, oh yeah, I watched Zorro when I was a kid. Yeah. So I don't know, like the mixture of things that I watched when I was very young it was just weird. Like, it's just a lot of stuff that I don't think that I would ever watch on my own. I watched <laughs> uh, I Love Lucy and The Three Stooges. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where my very complex sense of humor came from. <laughs> um, I we didn't watch a ton of television. I think when I was little, the only stuff I remember really watching with my family was sometimes The Simpsons mm-hmm. and TGIF. Okay. I, otherwise, I was outside. Like my sister and I would watch The Simpsons a bunch. Yeah. Um, and like li- when you're little, little like little kid cartoons and stuff. Okay. But like. When you get to, you know, seven or above or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we didn't. And, like, we would always go to Blockbuster and rent movies, but it was never, like, I don't know, never a huge deal, I guess. Okay. It was just something to do on a Friday and Saturday night. Like, uh, I greatly enjoyed trips to Blockbuster and whatnot. Oh, they're the best. Like, insofar as just this was not even a ritual, not like we're doing this every Saturday or every Friday, but, like, when we do go, it's like, hell Yeah. Like, I cannot wait to see, I cannot wait to pick a movie, I cannot wait to pick a game, possibly, with that. Nice. Like, I still remember some weird uh, game and movie combinations. Like, we rented a Captain America and the Avengers and Gone Fishing with Danny Glover and Joe <laughs> Pesci. Like, I still remember that combo. It was a bad combo, because none of those are particularly good, um, especially not Gone Fishing. Um, <laughs> but I remember enjoying the experience of, That's like, going so and renting and getting these things and watching these things. Oh, we did it like every friday and Sa- like every friday we'd go i feel like mm-hmm. yeah i don't know it was like a nice touchstone to do it in i remember recently i watched a documentary uh like a documentary an eight minute short <laughs> on uh like the last blockbuster that's like in oregon somewhere yes 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 um and it's like just really good because it's there's no central office anymore right like they have the name they can use the name they can like still rent things under blockbuster however if they want movies they have to go buy them from like a big a big box store like target Aww. or like um best buy yeah and then like you know resell them or rent them from their store which is against the rules of how that should go according to those big retailers yeah um and just yeah like it still looks like a blockbuster it's yeah. still like the yellow and blue it's a very iconic look yeah and like they still rent these things out and it's just weird that they have the clients not weird it's nice i don't know something about it's very sweet and seems very family oriented yeah and and like it harkens back to a simpler time yes and that look short does bring up the question of like uh curation versus like algorithms Mm. where it's just you know what we watch on netflix or most streaming services presented to you based on what you watched previously you watch this so we think you'll like this as opposed to just like walking through a physical tactile place, we can see just everything. Picking up those boxes and mm-hmm. taking a look at what the thing's about. And while they may not necessarily have always had the DVD you wanted there, the quality overall of what they had there or the selection is technically more varied than what Netflix offers. Also, like it wasn't the worst thing. We're like, oh, the one I wanted isn't here. Well, let's try this random thing. Yes, kind of stumble onto something surprisingly good. Or like, just they generally have new releases. Netflix doesn't always have new releases like right, that. Right, right, right. Like, oh, this was in theaters three months ago. I can watch it here on DVD. If it wasn't theaters three months ago, that may not be on Netflix for the oh, most no. part. Um, that may not be on anything other than going to the store or going on video on demand right. and buying it or renting it. Yeah, but yeah, I feel like we've gone over many topics in this bonus many episode. Topics. I feel like we've given you guys a lot to uh, to chew on insofar as just 
our own tastes and how they diverged. Most and... importantly, I've forgotten most of Jason and my friendship. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> About Jax's strange... Uh... Just a real blank space <laughs> in my brain where there should be information that's just... It's not there. Redacted. Yep. <laughs> but every day, you know, I remind her of what happened. Remember when you abandoned me, Jack? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> or, yes, the one thing I do remember, la-da-da. <laughs> and over the years, Jack's puts up my stupid love of bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so, here we are. I mean, Ernest scared stupid. You're going to be working that one off for a while. I mean, you know, you love Q- what you love, and I'm Cube not going to take that hypercube. What a shit that was. I can test otherwise. I don't think it's that bad. Um, I think it's pretty good, actually. Wait, have you ever seen Constantine? No. I should have just lied and said yes. That was stupid. God cool. damn it. Cool. Very cool. God damn it. <laughs> Wait, is that Keanu Reeves? Yeah. Oh, fucking fuck. <laughs> Actually, you would like this. I say that given on things that you do like. Mm-hmm. I think you'd be down for this. Mm-hmm. Also, is Keanu Reeves in a suit beating people up? That's always a good time. I mean, does that have something to do with hell? Yes. Okay. Well. And Rachel Weiss is in it. And Interesting. Jimon Hansu is in it. Oh. And Shia LaBeouf is in it. What? Didn't see that coming. And Tilda Swinton's in it. Ooh. And Gavin Rossdale is also in it as well. Do they go to a concert? (laughs) The fuck? He plays a Lucifer-like character. Hmm. And Peter Stormer is in it. He's too handsome (laughs) to be a Lucifer. Um, Or is that why he's a loser? Probably why. Um, And Peter Stormer is in it in a perfect role. I don't know who that is. Um, He's a Russian dude that you've seen in many, many things. Uh, And Armageddon and like Minority Report. Um, He's really good. Okay. You've seen him before. I'm sure. But uh, at some point I'll have you watch that. Most likely in October as it is Halloween-ish. Oh, yeah. Um, You're going to walk away from it with a different attitude. I feel like it's going to scare me. Nah, not scary at all, actually. Action-y, not scary. Okay. You know why? For some reason, and maybe it's because it came out around a similar time, but I don't know. Um, that movie, The Cell with Janet J-Lo. Oh. Uh, I can see why you would think that, look-wise. Yeah. Um, that wasn't deeply disturbing film. Not as not nearly as off the wall as that is. That's a bonkers film. Yeah. It's a weird cast, too. It's like J-Lo and, like, Vince Vaughn and... No, Vincent D'Onofrio. Vincent D'Onofrio, right, yeah. And someone that else is... That big old hunk of man. God, why? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, someone has to love everybody. <laughs> I guess everyone needs love somewhere. He's, you're Ernest Scared I'm stupid. providing it. <laughs> so you're welcome. <laughs> but, uh... But, yeah. Um... Again, thanks to those who've helped us get this far. Thanks Thank to those you who are so listening. Much. Um, and yeah, we'll continue to try to bring you some fun stuff over the next few weeks to months, two years. Who knows? Hopefully. Um, but again, thank you guys. If, uh, if if I didn't mention your name, I'm sorry. Please remind me and scold me in real life. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, But again, thank you so very much. 
uh yeah we'll see you later all right bye